I just almost spit my soylent into the mic. That's would have been the most on-brand thing I've ever done. doing just fine before i met you i drink too much soylent but that's an issue but i'm okay <laughs> i know it breaks your heart i'm drinking soylent and it's not that people it, it, i know it's not people that's uh that that that's fake news no i, I can't stop no seriously i can't stop please please send professional help <laughs> uh oh um are, are are you okay? Do you, do you want to talk about it on our podcast? Guess what I'm drinking right now. <gasps> you're making Soylent! I did make Soylent. Oh my god, you're my favorite human. I have a bunch in my fridge right now that, um... Uh, oh man, we need to do a Soylent update this episode, don't we? Do we? I mean, I think it's fast breakfast, so I think it... That's, that's today's topic, everybody. It's a quick breakfast. Quick breakfast. Well, now that we've apparently started the show, what'd you have for breakfast? I want you to guess what I had for breakfast. Soylent. Actually, not Soylent today. Oh, I had, okay. I had a Dunkin' Donuts breakfast sandwich on a pretzel croissant. Again, I don't know what I'm going to do when Dunkin' Donuts eventually phases out this sandwich. I will be, f- like, freaking lost. This is something I've been wanting to talk to you about. Uh, I saw this uh, pretzel croissant in the wild, and I knew I had to talk to you about it on the show. What is it? What does it taste like? What's the consistency? Tell me everything about it. Have you ever just, like, looked in someone's eyes and, like, knew that, like, they would do anything for you and you would do anything for them? And, like, the purity of that love just, like ushers you into like this beautiful world oh sweetie i'm so glad you're talking about me no i'm talking about pretzel croissants oh well then i guess i feel the same way about soylent i was in chicago and like uh for this past week i went there for a poetry competition and they had this pretzel croissant sandwich there because i don't know if you know this brian but dunkin donuts is a major chain that uh exists in many if not all cities in the United States. Hang on a second. These beautiful United States of America. Um, And I just, I I was sitting on the balcony of my hotel, eating this sandwich, and we just kind of like looked into each other's eyes. And in that moment, I just felt like, like we really understood each other. It was more than like we were just like in love or anything like that. This wasn't like a, like a passing love. This was like a deep, like understanding it was just, it was a really like profound moment that I had with that sandwich. And that's how I feel about it. And everyone you know and love today will one day die. That sandwich will one day be discontinued. And I just need to come to peace with that and just like be happy with the time that we still have together. So you didn't answer any of my questions. Uh, what's the consistency like? What's the flavor like? <laughs> have you ever just like went outside on a summer's day? Um. <laughs> And felt the sun just like kiss your skin. Okay, so it's like sun kissed skin. It's uh, it's a little bit crispy, I guess. Is is that what you're trying to tell me? The gentleness in which the sun kisses your skin is how fluffy this croissant is. So is it a croissant or a pretzel? Have you ever been in love? Oh Brian? my god! <laughs> Have you ever known someone who can both be like? The best thing that's ever happened to you, but also, like, the worst thing that's ever happened to you. 
what is the pretzel part of this croissant? Is it uh, like tangy or salty or crispy on the outside? What what part of it is pretzel? When I was 13 years oh old. Oh, my God. I met the first boy that I would ever come oh to love. Oh, my God. <laughs> and when I inhale <laughs> the scent of the pretzel of the pretzel croissant it reminds me mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. grateful dead shirt he wore on our first date oh yeah okay um please please describe the sandwich more for our important breakfast journalism podcast do you believe in magic brian in a young girl's heart i had spaghetti for breakfast <laughs> moving on uh what's our topic for today allison well today we're we're talking about quick breakfast brian and it's it's ironic because the quickest breakfast of them all is going to Dunkin' Donuts and getting a beautiful pretzel croissant sandwich. So I, I guess that depends on how far you are from Dunkin' Donuts. How how dare you, Brian? I mean, some people may like live at least a half hour away from a Dunkin' Donuts and couldn't uh, do it fast. Have you ever been in love, Brian? I'm I'm done. Thanks for listening this week, everybody, and we'll <laughs> talk to you soon. Are you ready to do our important breakfast journalism podcast? <laughs> no, I'm not ready. It doesn't sound like it at all. <laughs> Brian, have you ever just like felt like a blanket against your skin? <laughs> have you ever just like felt the warmth that like your mm-hmm. body mm-hmm. insulated by the blanket yeah, like okay. warms mm. yourself? That, this is what we're doing now. Okay, great. Um, we are now the rookie <laughs> podcast. <laughs> And uh, we're going to be talking about what it's like to be growing up as a teenager and being uh, emotional about love and life and stuff. Are you ready to do our breakfast journalism podcast? I don't think I'm ready yet. (sighs) I'll be ready once I'm not in love with this sandwich that's going to leave me one day. Wait, am I not going to leave you one day? I just want this glow stick to glow for three million years. Nobody's going to get that poem reference, Allison. We'll, we'll put the link in the show notes. Okay, we'll put the glow stick poem in the show notes. We're talking about quick breakfast today because we wanted to talk about breakfast that you can have and prepare either before you've had coffee and you're too tired to make breakfast or uh, you need to run out somewhere and you don't have time in the morning to do much of anything else other than grab a quick breakfast. And Dunkin' Donuts is definitely an option because you can just run up to a Dunkin' and grab a sandwich depending on how close or far you are to a Dunkin'. And here you are. You have a quick breakfast. What's your favorite quick breakfast, Allison Truge? So I think that it's it's an important distinction that we should make in this podcast. Like as much as I love the Dunkin' Donuts sandwich that I won't stop waxing poetic about, I really think that we should probably limit this to breakfast that you can make yourself either the morning of or the night before. Ooh, okay. Just because we we have an episode on the best fast food breakfasts. Mm-hmm. So refer to that episode for other fast options. But right now we're going to be talking about things you can make yourself or make your boyfriend make for you. Oh, well, fine, Brian. If you if you want to talk about that, go ahead and talk about it. Uh, no, I've never made my boyfriend do anything for me. Have you ever made your boyfriend make any food, Allison? I have never once made my boyfriend make me food. But he has for you, hasn't he? Smile. Where are you getting this intel? Uh, from eyewitnesses that are me, because I'm your boyfriend. Hopefully. Do you want to take? Do you want to take this over, Brian? Is there something you want to say? <laughs> no, not really. Tell me about your favorite quick breakfast. No, Brian. I really want to hear what you have to say. Um, I like you a lot, and I like making you food. There. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Uh, what's your favorite quick breakfast? <laughs> I don't know what my favorite is, but I want to talk about quick oats. Oh, yeah. So you've been making overnight oats. Um, How's that experiment been going? It it hasn't been going well, Brian. It really hasn't. 
Oh, oh, what, what, what's been happening with your overnight oats that have been going badly? So this thing keeps happening where every time, so for those of you that don't know, overnight oats are when you basically like take quick oats or like steel cut oats or whatever, and you like put like milk in them, or in my case, I put soylent in them, um, and then you let them sit overnight and they kind of like absorb all of the like stuff and then you have oatmeal in the morning that's like kind of cold, but like you didn't have to spend the time in the morning making it. It's like in your fridge already. The problem that I've been having is that I like will crack open the lid of the Tupperware container that I use. And instead of being oatmeal inside, it's just like all of these little oats that are screaming loudly. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. I can't believe what she did to us. Oh God. It hasn't been going well at all. And does that come through in the flavor or just uh, the sounds? No, it's quite literal, Brian. I, I haven't eaten them because they've been screaming. <laughs> I, I frankly don't want to joke about it. It's a pretty serious problem that I've been having. Uh, I'm going to take that as a metaphor for the fact that maybe they smell bad. I don't know. <laughs> they've actually, they've been okay. It, it wasn't anything special. They were just, it was just oatmeal. So as somebody who is on the record as saying that he hates oatmeal, what are the advantages to overnight oats? You mentioned uh, being prepped right in the morning when you want them, but how does the like flavor and texture usually, because have you ever made this before or is like cold oatmeal a thing you've never had before? I've never had cold, cold oatmeal before that wasn't like accidental cold oatmeal. I don't know. It's, it's like the texture is not bad. It's just kind of like, like oatmeal. You can technically heat it up. I haven't yet because like, I don't know, I guess I'm just like that lazy. I don't know. It's it's just like, it's not the best way I've ever had oatmeal before, you know? If you're going to make trade-offs for convenience versus flavor, like this is a good one to have because you can have it ready to go in the morning and still not, you know, have to deal with it that much, but you're probably making sacrifices in flavor. Joe Steele, I know, really, really loves his Joe Steele cut oats um, and their overnight oats in the morning that he enjoys. So we'll, uh, we'll have some follow-up next week from Joe about how he feels about overnight oats and what to do to make them all nice and tasty, I hope. Yeah, I would really like, particularly Joe, I would really like some advice on how to um, have them not scream at me in the morning because it's a pretty good, like, alarm, but... It's also alarming, if you know what I what I mean. Have you ever tried wearing earplugs while eating your overnight oats? Um, I don't know. I just feel like that's kind of insensitive because, like, they're clearly going through something. I don't want to just like ignore it. I feel that. I feel that. Okay. Uh, speaking of ignoring, let's talk about pop tarts, which are probably my favorite quick breakfast, uh, because they are quite literally just unwrap them and go. Um, but you can do a little bit more, and that little extra bit of work, even though it takes a few minutes, is really, really worth it. If you toast them, they are nice, warm, tasty, and you can pretend that they didn't just come come out of a packet. Uh, but there you are, they're uh, toaster pastries that come out of a packet that go right into your mouth, but they're fast, they're quick, and they tend to have pretty good flavors, which is really surprising to me because they're like so pre-packaged and stuffed with preservatives and things that I'm surprised the flavor is as good as they are, but they're really, really fast, which I enjoy. When Brian and I first started dating, he sent me this picture of two strawberry Pop-Tarts with whipped cream in the middle of them. And the caption of the picture was, look, it's like a strawberry shortcake. Yes, uh, this will be another episode in the future, but I have been known to make uh, Pop-Tart recipes where Pop-Tarts are an ingredient in something else. And yes, that was my quick, crappy budget strawberry shortcake to strawberry Pop-Tarts with whipped cream on them. I gotta say, I do like a good Pop-Tart. My favorite would be the Starbucks ones. 
Wait, what? Starbucks has their own brand of like Pop-Tarts. I don't know what they're called. I can look it up real quick. Wait, like Starbucks branded Pop-Tarts, like a collaboration or like Starbucks has their own toaster pastries in the world? They're toaster pastries. Oh, okay. They're like kind of like organic, I guess, because they're Starbucks. Okay, that makes sense. I I, I was referring to the canonical Kellogg's brand Pop-Tart, which I know has a collaboration with Dunkin' Donuts going on now. I haven't tried one, but there's some in my pantry. Maybe I'll try them at some point. I don't know. They just sound a little bizarre if you're going to have like that kind of flavor in something that isn't a drink uh, because I can't possibly imagine having like mocha or espresso themed things that aren't liquid, but who knows? I'll try it. There's also in the same ballpark of uh, bare minimum work in the morning in uh, oblong fruit filled form. Toaster strudels, which I made for you. Toaster strudels are so good. I made you some uh, last time we hung out and they were quite delicious. It really brought me back. Although to me, the fact that you didn't, spell out like or you didn't draw a heart and icing meant that you didn't really love me uh <laughs> really that 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 one very minor tiny detail means that i don't love you what literally every time my dad has a toaster strudel with the frosting he draws a middle finger on all of them what's your that's my dad's go-to drawing <laughs> what's your go-to drawing on a toaster strudel um well um a pretzel croissant. Don't get started on this again. Brian, have you ever been in love? I'm starting to think not, but go on. <laughs> I just almost spit my soylent into the mic. That's would have been the most on-brand thing I've ever done. Before we move on, oh, that would have been such a great segue into Soylent if I didn't have something more to say about toaster strudels, because I was a crappy kid. I would only eat breakfasts if they looked like the box. I have not enjoyed waffles before simply because they didn't look like the two waffles on the Eggo box with like the pad of butter and the delightful syrup pouring down them. I think I've said that on this podcast before. When I first when I first learned this about you, I like it like was painful to me how much I could picture like little Brian, like your poor mother just like putting down a stack of pancakes for you and Brian throwing a temper tantrum being like, it doesn't look like it does on the package. So my canonical (laughs) toaster strudel uh, design is the very classic yet very refined uh, stripes back and forth and back and forth along the strudel. However, I can never get a good enough flow on the icing packet to get it to look enough like the box. So toaster strudels are always like a 92% success for me. They've never actually hit 100 simply because I can't get that design right. We should have a new segment on the show where we just make toaster strudels and try to make art with the icing. That would be delightful. Let's do that. Soylent, because I ruined the transition earlier. Uh, Soylent has been fantastic for you and me. Digga, digga, digga. Soylent follow-up. We've been doing a lot of Soylent. We started to get the powder, which I've really enjoyed. And I don't think you've enjoyed as much, but it seems like you are. And for me, my favorite part of it is that you get to like blend it up the night before so that you don't wake up the other people in your apartment with with Blender at 6 a.m. And then you just drink your Soylent in the morning because it's just been there sitting, marinating overnight, nice and chilled because you get to make it and put it in the fridge. But I've been really enjoying it. What have you thought of the powder so far? Well, I've liked the powder. It kind of has a different taste than the bottles, and I really prefer the taste of the bottles. How so? Like, I, I've noticed a few different uh, differences between the bottle and the powder simply because they are not the same formula, I guess. But I haven't noticed a difference in taste. I think it's a pretty distinct difference in taste. If 
Soylent, the like ready to drink Soylent, if that is almond milk, which I very much think it tastes like almond milk, then the powdered Soylent is vanilla soy milk. Interesting. I have so little experience with either vanilla soy milk or almond milk too. There's like a slight, like almost vanilla-y flavor to the powder that I'm just like, like, it's not bad. It's just distinct. You can't like pretend it's something else. Okay, I feel that. For me, it's much more about modifying uh, when I'm making it because I can add a scoop of peanut butter or a few squirts of chocolate syrup uh, to the powder as I'm making it. It's not easy to do that with the bottle simply because it's just there ready to go unless you buy one of the Soylent branded uh, nectar or uh, something else uh, flavors of that. And that's like a different cost, a different order, a different anything. What I really enjoy about the powder is its versatility and it's uh, it's way cheaper too. It's like a dollar less per serving. Well, but the one thing I will say is that like it actually is easy to do that with the drink itself. You just have to like drink a little bit of it and then put like the chocolate syrup or the peanut butter or whatever in it and then shake it up i just feel like there's a there's a a flavor and a texture difference that i think is pretty different i feel that i really don't have as much experience with the drink as you do but uh we'll continue experimenting with soylent but for now i'm really really enjoying the powder uh for its versatility and its like relative ease of making because again quick breakfast you can make it the night before and have it nice and chilled in the morning ready to go what else do you have for quick breakfast allison quick breakfast i feel like what i do when I'm like on my way to work <clears throat> is I'll probably, yeah, I guess I'll probably just do Soylent or like a Pop-Tart or something like that. I'm, or, okay, so I think there's like quick breakfast, which is like grabbing on the way to go to work. And then there's like fast breakfasts that are not quick. They're like longer than quick breakfasts, but they're still like not time consuming. Like, for instance, if I was like working from home, on like a Friday, then I would probably make a quick breakfast of like two pieces of bacon on a piece of toast with like egg and a little bit of cheese. Because that altogether takes me less than 10 minutes to do. But it's not like something that I would do before work. Oh, I disagree. To me, anything more than like inserting food into a device and then taking it out is like a regular breakfast. To me, like... Any sort of frying or cooking or anything needs to happen the night before for it to be a quick breakfast, which is why, like, there's so few quick breakfasts out there that involve, like, bacon or potatoes or eggs or pancakes or things like that that aren't, you know, Eggo waffles or uh, any sort of reheatable pancakes. So for me, this is much more about grab and go or do one thing to and go. In that case, I'd probably say, like, Jimmy Dean sandwiches. If we're talking, like, quick breakfasts that you can, like, just grab, those, I love those things. It's, like, crazy. I, have we ever had them together? No, but you, like, look at, you look on the ingredients list and it's not, like, that's, that's a lot of chemicals. It is not, like, real things. It's, (laughs) like, they might as well be putting sandwich in quotations. But, like, wow. I've I've bonded with my friend and uh, friend of the show, Dan Manning, about this a lot. That, like, those little Jimmy Dean breakfast sandwiches, like, that's where I come from. How do they compare to fast food sandwiches? Um, they're worse. They're just worse. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) Okay, good talk. Moving on. Uh, The (laughs) only meal prep breakfast, prepare overnight for a quick breakfast that I can think of that involves the lovely savory flavors of egg and sausage 
without being Jimmy Dean sandwiches that are actually bad, is sous vide egg bites that you make yourself and prep in advance and then keep them in the fridge. They keep a long time and then you reheat them and you got a delightful little cup of egg for like $2 or something like that. Starbucks sells them for 5 I haven't done the calculations on how much it costs to make yourself, but oh my God, is it cheap. It's great. So tell me about your experience with this. Have you done this yet? I have, and it's been marvelous. Uh, I was already in the $100 or so for a sous vide, which we're going to do a whole episode on because I love this thing to death and I want it like in my life for the rest of my life forever. Have you ever been in love? Uh, absolutely not. Didn't think so. Moving on. We have made these sous vide egg bites a few times. And the only other thing I needed to get to make this work was uh, mason jars. You need tiny little mason jars to fill properly. And anyone that does canning knows that if you're going to submerge jars into water, they've got to be prepped right and they've got to be sealed right. So for me, just filling these jars and then tightening them uh, finger tight, as the lingo goes, not too tight that they can shatter, but just tight enough that uh, you can put them in the water and have steam escape is like the hardest thing you have to do to make this dish work. The only other specialized piece of equipment um, that I would recommend for this is an immersion blender or stick blender. So you can make a big bowl of, uh, in my case, eggs, gruyere, bacon, and a little bit of pepper, and then blend it up together. And it's a really, really smooth, creamy liquid that you really wouldn't expect from that combination of ingredients, and especially when you cook it sous vide, the texture is velvety, smooth, and beautiful. They keep really, really well. They're already sealed in jars. You just pop them in the fridge and then reheat them either under a broiler or in a microwave, and you get incredible, uh, cheap, fast, tasty, eh, healthy-ish, but like calorically rich food, and it is incredible. I'm still stuck on finger tight. Yeah, it, it's a canning thing. So, like, you tighten it just <laughs> enough. Oh, that's a joke. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I get it. I get it. I don't think he gets it. I don't. So, so wait. What? <laughs> to finger tight or sous vide egg bites? I'm going to need you to repeat that all again after finger tight. Just kidding. I got it. Cool. Uh, I haven't made these for you yet. Are you excited to try these? What do you think of the idea of like sous vide eggs? Well, I wouldn't know because I never asked my partner to make me any sort of breakfast because I wouldn't want to put him out. Okay. Uh, what about that time I did make him for you uh, scrambled sous vide eggs? Apropos of nothing, because I love you. Have you ever been in love? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time I made you uh, sous vide scrambled eggs? What did you think of them? I didn't like them at all. I really disliked them. Wait, really? You didn't tell me that then. <laughs> I wouldn't have asked you if you didn't like them. Oh, I, I liked them. Fine, tell me your real opinions about them. I just didn't like the texture at all. It felt wrong. How so? Like, they, I know that... It felt both wrong and bad. Okay, uh, use more adjectives to describe them, why don't you? Um, okay. So, bad. Not good. Mm-hmm. Okay. The opposite of good. Okay. A little redundant, <laughs> sure. Atrocious. Oh, that's a new one. Okay, I'm writing that down. Texturally bad. T. E. X. Continue. I'll write this down. Um, offensive? Triggering. <sighs> oh, no. Don't make jokes about <laughs> triggers. 
<laughs> no, I take triggers very seriously. Thank to you. not joke anymore. Um, I thought it was very sweet that you made me eggs. There's just something about them. They were like a little bit too moist for me. And the texture of them was like a little too like whipped for my taste. I like kind of like a dense scrambled egg. I feel that these sous vide egg bites are a little bit more dense because there's, well, I guess you wouldn't eat them in this state, but there's lots of cheese, cream cheese. There's things that thicken them up so they're not as uh, liquidy, but they're still creamy. I'll I'll, I'll look into ways of making them creamy yet uh, lactose Well, but that's the thing is that I don't want creamy scrambled eggs. I kind of like them to be like chunky, like chunky and and dance is what I was going to say. Dense. Okay, um, I'll experiment and see if I can make you some uh, quick and easy sous vide egg bites. But the the point here is that uh, once well, I you- wouldn't ask you to do that because I would never ask my partner to make me breakfast without them actually wanting to do it for me. <sighs> I regret everything. What about loving me? Uh, that especially. Oh. Nothing makes me happier than when you, like, bloop the theme to the show. Blah! Blah! I'm just telling you where to put it. Blah! Blah! I, I know you are, but it, it still just warms my heart to hear you sing. Blah! <laughs> you realize this is the after show, right? Anything you say can and will be used against you in the after show. Hey. Hey. I was doing just fine before I met you. Oh, my God. I drink too much soylent, and that's an issue, but Okay. She's not okay. Send help. I know it breaks your heart. No, it doesn't. I don't like your your sous vide egg bites and I I can't stop. Seriously, she can't stop. No, I I can't stop. So baby, hold me closer in the backseat of the diner that I know we can't afford. Isn't that weird? We can't afford a diner. (laughs) Keep going. We ain't never getting true 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 Are you done? Never. Okay, good. Never never stop because I actually do love you. Let's let's be like a sitcom and pretend none of that actually happened and we're still madly in love. Okay. Great.